0: all
1: right strike is still ongoing the strike could have ended on friday but the studios wouldn't bulge so i guess we're still going uh well
0: we just hit just i think we're all about to hit 100 days of the writer's strike if i'm not mistaken yep uh which folks you're gonna start to feel it probably in the fall um, if you notice, they actually moved back some film releases that are already complete because they want to spread out the schedule. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: they're delaying Dune part two. Another year. I wonder why though. Cause isn't, uh, is it the editing? I don't know. Uh, I think they just, I think a lot of it, it's, uh, no, you know what? I don't know. I actually don't know.
0: Well, I'm sure Zack Snyder's happy about it because now he can take all
1: the IMAX theaters for his uh, for his movie, Rebel Moon. This guy thinks that we're all going to see a Zack Snyder movie in theaters again. Oh, it's only on Netflix. Oh, you know, yeah, they were going to do though like uh, special <laughs> limited releases
0: on uh, in IMAX. Apparently, this was supposed to be a Star Wars movie, Rebel Moon. Oh yeah, he wanted that so bad. Which, um, I mean.
1: I'm surprised they didn't give it to him, but fair enough. Uh, they're kind of not giving Star Wars stuff to anyone at this point. Like, they announced them. Like, like uh, Ryan, forgot his last name, was supposed to do a trilogy, and then Taika Waititi was offered another movie, and uh, Kevin Feige was going to do his directorial debut with one, and Jesus, like, they just gave them, uh, Patty Jenkins was supposed to do one, and just none of them are coming out. It's just just TV shows. Just TV shows. They're all... You have to watch Mandalorian in order to understand everything, and god damn you if you didn't watch Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett. Remember, Remember when the cool theme of Mandalorian was that it was its own thing? Uh, god. And now they Disney fight it? Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, god. This is why I'm gonna... I'm gonna just go back to just, like, indies and, like, smaller films for, like, a good while, just to, like, relax. Palette cleanse. God, this is why I watch anime. Like, there's no infighting. It's just anime.
0: Well, didn't didn't Luffy Gear 5 break the internet?
1: (sighs) Fuck yeah, man. Did I tell you I started One Piece? Oh, why would you do that to yourself? Okay, so here's the thing. I started One Piece out of just pure curiosity. I watched a couple episodes in the pandemic. And then I was like, you know what, I'll just, I'll continue where I left off. See how I like it. I I was on episode like six. In like a month and a half, I was on episode 150. You have a problem. No. My only problem is that I'm not watching One Piece right fucking now. My only problem is that I'm working when I'm supposed to be watching One Piece. My only problem is that I'm sleeping when I'm supposed to be watching One Piece. That's the problem. How many episodes do they have? Isn't it like a thousand? Yeah, thousand thirty something. Okay, Jesus Christ! You know what?
0: I I am no one to talk. I am no one to talk. I, you're gonna you you
1: you're committing to over a thousand episodes of anime. I don't have to commit to anything. I don't have to do anything. I'm doing this because I want to. Because I like it. Okay? I respect you. I want you to know I respect you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about One Piece, and I cannot believe I'm becoming one of these people. This might be the greatest story of the 21st century. It just is. It might just be the greatest like it's a modern uh what's it called? It's a modern odyssey. It's got the best characters, it's got the most amazing world building, it's got incredible uh location and the chemistry in the crew is second to none. This is one for the books. This is a story that everyone should be watching. There it is. Do you think, do you think it's going to end with Luffy becoming
0: the King of the Pirates after all? Possibly. Ah,
1: God. I, they have not announced an end to it, right? Like, there's, there's no end in sight, right? The writer, Oda, said that uh, he's he pretty much started the final arc. But that could mean, like that could mean anything really so it could mean another
0: thousand episodes easily
1: nah i think
0: i don't know maybe,
1: maybe 200 maybe 200 maybe 300 yeah you know what? i i respect so here's it. the thing i respect here's it. the thing i am not afraid and i'm not scared and the weight doesn't scare me anymore because i am like 10% in and i'm all in like it <laughs> i am like i'm convinced i've been converted Okay. But I respect fair Look at my my fucking phone. I got I got Tony Tony Chopper as my background phone. Oh my, my god. My yeah, I
0: can see it. Oh. Yeah. I you know what the furthest I got, I think, when I was watching the original
1: anime was just up to the point that Chopper got added in. Oh, you watched it when it was like airing in like four kids? Yeah. Oh, so you watched like the original, like shitty dub with like the rap song in the beginning and everything? Hey, that's not shitty. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Keep
0: yeah.
1: dreaming. Don't give yeah. up. dreaming. Hey, that I liked it. Shut up. No, 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 no. I agree. I mean, it's weirdly nostalgic in a weird way. We're not talking about Ninja Turtles at all. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, okay, wait, real quick. So I
0: wanted to bring up two things about the strike, real quick. Okay, okay. before we yeah, jump yeah, into. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. two things. Two good things. Um, that come from the strike. Apparently cartoonists that work for Nickelodeon are voting and have voted to unionize due to mass layoffs that were done by Warner uh, by Warner Brothers. Uh, you and, mean, cut uh, your network then. Yes, yeah. okay they, vo- they voted to unionize uh, to try and protect themselves from more mass layoffs and overworking. Speaking of overworking, and I'll mention this like during the review as well. VFX artists at multiple studios are banding together to unionize as well to fight back from being overworked. Um, I'm not sure if it was you or someone else that kind of told me how VFX artists work, where a studio will be like, there's like, they'll go to like the pulpit and be like, hey, we have 2,000 shots that need uh, VFX work. And different companies will bid on the projects, right? Like, oh, we'll do it for, you know, 8 million, and then someone else will do it for seven and six. But here's the thing those 2000 shots vary greatly right sometimes like it's just you need to remove a wire sometimes you need to have fucking anime thanos right like the shots yeah. vary greatly but there's still one price let over so vfx artists are often overworked you'll note that uh, a lot of people did quit when across the spider-verse happened right because they were overworked at sony um yeah. so they're voting to unionize to try and fight back and one get fair pay but two fight back against the overworking, against the crunch time. Also fun fact, Seth Rogen and the director of TMNT Mutant Mayhem made sure that their artists were not overworked. They actually took precautions to make sure that their artists were not working twelve hours a day, six days a week. So shout out to I think Seth Rogan and the director deserve that shout out. Like good on you guys for taking care well, of Well
1: he he had to make a lot of a lot of good faith in this because story goes is that he overworked the the, the artist in uh, Sausage Party. And they complained a lot. So first of oh. all, the fact that he got another animated project off the ground, this cannot be a, hey, let's celebrate, but the fact that they didn't, like, annihilate this artist. That should be the standard. Okay? Mm. Uh, I mean, good. Good that, that they're coming out and saying this and good of the artist that, that came out and said, like, no, no, yeah, absolutely right. Uh, any overtime that we did was because we wanted to, and we got compensated. That that's great. That should be the standard. And mm-hmm. going forward with this strike, that is the the goal. So uh, as much as you know, we do want to talk about the movie and everything, and you know, God knows I want to talk about One Piece. Um, it is important to talk about the strike and talk about the effects that they're having. Yes, we're we're nearing hundred days. Um, I uh, I'm loving the resilience that they're showing but I need them to be compensated and need them to be employed and I need them to be, like, you know, booked already. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like right about now. So uh, hoping this strike doesn't last too long uh, because I want them employed. I want them housed and I want them happy and I want them fed. Uh, Because I like like this. I like what we're getting. Um, I want more. So we're only going to get it if they are compensated correctly. So uh, how about we get right to it?
0: Leo, let's jump right in. Yeah. Chema, hit the
1: intro. <clears throat> <clears throat> Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Leo. <laughs> Reviewing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. And this is The Rollback. A new generation of heroes will rise straight from the sewers after years of being sheltered from the human world the turtle brothers set out to win the hearts of new yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts their new friend april o'neill helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate but they soon get in over their heads with an army of mutants that's unleashed upon them so we have the new teenage mutant ninja turtles i like how every like four or five years we look at the universe and we go like hey do it again. <laughs> they go like, they go like, do what again? It's like Ninja Turtles. Do it again. Like we just did one. We just did a new version. I don't care. Do it again. Make it better. Yeah. So Ninja Turtles, much like Scooby Doo, much like the 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 princess, much like a uh, a lot of characters, just it's always oh, there. Will always be a new one. There will always be a new one. Uh, and that's a good thing. Because they just, they're kind of they're kind of timeless characters, they can really adapt themselves to any time. So this time we have kind of Gen C turtles uh, for the first time actually voiced by teenagers, uh, which was a great experiment. They were they did they experimented in this thing where they all recorded in the same booth together. They improvised a lot and they build the animation around it. This style of animation got popular with Spider Verse and then it's popping up here after uh, showing up in like things. Uh, like uh versus uh, the machines? yeah which the same guy directed jeff Rowe, um and uh fucking uh uh pushing boots you know we're slowly seeing this new type of animation work again and i love ninja turtles of course i grew up on ninja Turtles skate i've seen i was i watched the cartoons i played the video games i played the i played the 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 old arcade games It's a lot to like here and we get new versions of the turtles now uh, before we start, I want to ask you, because like, I grew up, when I was a kid, I felt like I was Michelangelo, but now, fuck, I think I'm Donnie now. I think, uh, <laughs> I think the roles have changed. Like, I, I even got like a little figure of him right here. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, he's right <laughs> here. He's chilling, just chilling on my desk. Um, so I like these new versions of the characters. What did you think? Uh, and which turtle were you when you were a kid?
0: Uh, I always thought it was Rap. I just thought he was the cool one. I... Probably I'm more of a Mikey, but I always thought I was more of a Raph because, like, he's the, I don't know, I I just related to him a lot more than the other Turtles. I I never cared for Donnie. I always thought Raph was the leader. I always thought that Raph had, like, he had courage. He had it where it counts. Yeah. He was my favorite, I guess. Um, But yeah, growing up, I I was also, growing up, I was not a hardcore uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Like, just straight up. I like the original, not the original series, the one that came out on uh, the CW. Yeah. Uh, the, that one. I love that show. It got, it got a bit off the fucking rails at the end there with, like, the multiversal tournament and shit. But oh, I like yeah. that incarnation. Um, and, like, going into this film, I had no no qualms, no digs, no nothing. If this movie sucked, fine. If it was great, fine. I didn't care.
1: But thankfully, though, I came out of it, and it did not suck did not suck at all. I had a great time with this one. There was uh there's a lot of action and story and comedy going on and I'm glad that they were able to just unite all of it into this like an hour and 30, maybe an hour and 40 minutes package. Uh they managed to make a story about brotherhood and parents and and, and sons uh and they also managed to do like a little bit of that gross out Seth Rogen humor. Like this movie was taught tar- was marketed uh, in this, uh, with uh, this tagline of like from eternal teenager Seth Rogen, he wrote and produced this. Yeah. And Seth Rogen has a history with superheroes because, like, he produced he pretty much co created and produced the boys, he produced and co created Invincible, he produced and co created Preacher, and then now this, like, but really, uh, Preacher yeah. and the boys, Preacher, the boys, and Invincible. Yeah, I mean, I believe this? what the fuck. Yeah.
0: Oh, he also helped produce Cobweb Joyride. Wow, Joyride was actually really good. Uh Good Boys, yeah, good boys. Wow, I'm actually very shocked by this. Huh. Uh executive producer of The Boys and in Invincible. The yeah. Boys Presents Diabolical. That fucking diabolical.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I never saw preacher. I wonder if it was any good. Uh, I never saw it either. But uh, but he had, was the first episode. But he has a good track record here. And now they gave him the keys to the kingdom of Ninja Turtles. And uh, I dare to say this was a pretty fun time. This is the first time I think in a long time, ever since like pre-pandemic, where like if you go to the movies right now, there's something for everyone. There's Barbie. There's Oppenheimer. There's this. There's Talk to Me. There's, uh, there's fucking everything. Hell, even our conservative uncles have a movie, you know? Uh, um, unfortunately, but yes. Unfortunately, but yeah. Uh, so we have this new incarnation of Ninja Turtles. Uh, they made them Gen Z. They made them funny. They made them teenagers. They made them young. Donnie is a fucking weave. Uh, they made a Jackie Chan plays, uh, plays Splinter. Master Splinter god uh what a fun movie and what a fun idea that it's not about them taking on uh the shredder or taking on like the foot clan it's just them trying to fit in with teenagers and trying to find a way to look cool in order to be accepted like this is a movie about acceptance in a weird way and it uses the turtles to give that message um uh, of course there's some elements that are missing but they can probably fill that out in sequels like casey jones like i said shredder uh cry uh, the Foot Clan, you know, we get a uh, we, we get a good bunch of the rogue of the rogue gallery here, and they pretty much turned them into like good guys by the end. Um, yeah, but I had a I had a good time with this. I the this version of April, who's voiced by uh, Ayo Itupri from uh, from the the Bear. Uh, mm-hmm. She was really good too, and uh, God, like it's it's so it's just so fun. It's, it's been such a while. So I had such a fun movie. Um, like it, it, brought me back to being a teenager in a weird way. You no,
0: know, it's insane the fact that all like three of the four kids that voice these Ninja Turtles are a bunch of no names. That's insane to me. At that, um, this movie's crazy because like I'm happy they didn't they didn't go straight for the Shredder. I'm happy they didn't do that. I'm happy mm-hmm. they didn't include the Foot Clan. I'm happy that instead of doing beep pop and rocksteady as the main bad guys. They had. I, I don't know. if Superfly is an original creation. I don't recognize
1: no, him. No, he's uh, he's
0: he's existed before. Really? Okay. Uh, okay.
1: What do you think of Ice Cube as Superfly? I like that he's doing a voice, like he's doing a character. It's not just Ice Cube being Ice Cube. I believe that he's very much. Uh, he's as he's he
0: sounds as intimidating as the character is. Do you think that there was a lost opportunity that they didn't have Jeff
1: Goldblum as Superfly? <laughs> I think it would have been two on the nose, and even kids wouldn't have gotten it. Oh, but we would have. But we would have. Yeah. Um, but yeah. no, I liked
0: I liked uh, Ice Cube's interpretation of Superfly. The way he presented him as like this OG gangster that holds like like holds no bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like ah, they die, they die. Fuck them. Um, yeah. But I also love how this movie, it starts off with a guy who just wants to create a family. And he does with Superfly, or Fly when he's a little fly. Um, and he's creating a little family for himself. He, does, he just wants to be left alone. Um, Superfly is a villain that you can understand, which we have an abundance of those nowadays, but he does have like, hey man, they killed our dad and I took care of my siblings. And the one time that we tried to fit in, that we tried to come out to the world, they tried to hurt us they tried to hunt us they tried to kill us so fuck the world and you can't help but think well let's be real man if that really did happen in the real world you know they would be hunted
1: uh yeah definitely and there's a there's a good like uh, i mean the movie's pretty simple like i said it's made it's made with uh, with with a young audience in mind So when we have, like, that scene near the end when they're fighting uh, this monster in the city and they're like, look, maybe if we save them, they'll think that we're, you know, good guys and they'll like us. And then, like, the the news is like, these turtles are attacking. And they're like, well, we fuck it. Like, we gave it our best shot. And that's when they learned their their valuable lesson, which is like, oh, we're supposed to save them just because it's a good thing to do, which is a lesson for them as well. There's a great little uh, scene where... A splinter tells them, like, the only way that you're going to survive is if you listen to me. And then uh, Superfly does, like, a similar line, which kind of makes them understand, like, the, the gravity of the situation. So it really has something for, for, for everyone there. Um, I was more sold on, like, the jokes and the references and, like, the in-jokes that they were having. You can tell a lot of this was improv and that they, these kids just made up those bits while they were doing the yeah. movie, which I think... Uh, very much work. It's a scene where a- April is kind of like uh, asking them about themselves. Like she wants to know everything about them and then uh, Donnie just goes like, uh, our dad is definitely not a giant rat. And then she yeah. goes, that that makes me feel like he's a giant rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little things like that. Like, there's also uh, a lot of funny scenes when they,
0: when they get into their first scuffle when they're trying to save April's uh, bike.
1: Yeah. There's a
0: lot of funny improv moments as they're fighting that happen like while they're doing it. And I, these kids are funny. I, I don't think I don't think these jokes were pre-written. It feels like stuff that was done on the fly, and they the animation was able to compensate and copy it, um, which I think goes to the style of animation because it was very much it reminded me of like watercolors almost. Yeah, um, which is easier to animate. It's easier to manipulate when it's not like fine and smooth. If they tried doing this shit with a Pixar movie, it wouldn't work. Good wouldn't work. It. You can't improv yeah. in Pixar like the, like the the timetables are too tight. The animation is too crisp. Um, yeah. But here, like no, I think it worked all the way through, one hundred and
1: ten percent. Yeah, um, yeah. So they have like all these scenes and all these like jokes. Uh, I like how they updated like the characters. Like even when it starts, it starts with like introducing themselves with like the white eyes, like they used to have in the cartoon. And, uh, and stuff, and then it changes to, like them having like pupils, which is uh, definitely an artistic choice here. Um, and then they have like the the explanation, you know, the inside jokes. So there's a scene where like they're talking with Superfly, and they're and they're talking about like, uh, oh, some sludge was dumped in the sewer, and they go like, well, we prefer the term ooze, you know? Yeah, it just sounds better. Like, you know, ooze, it, yeah, ooze. Yeah, like that. That was from the trailer, and after I watched the trailer, I could not stop saying like ooze. Ooh, this is ooh. just like over and over. It was super like addictive, and then, ooh. uh God, there's so much. So like just like ooh, ooh, it's just like uh over and over. And they're all cousins, like because they're all they, they all got they all got like oozed, yeah, a similar way. And then they have like all these characters that are like in their team. uh My favorite being uh, the gecko, played by Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd. was such. Was oh uh, I like that he get like an he got an introducing title by the end, uh that was pretty funny, um he was so neat like just like a a genuinely like little good guy that just wanted to help and just wanted to have a family, yeah. um I don't they yeah, make a joke uh, about his tail like get his tail
0: oh, oh god ah, I gross back mm.
1: yeah um, um
0: there's a there's a I I love the whole idea of Splinter where he comes from as far as, like, he's a rat. He's one of the yeah. few things that everyone tries to kill. Even die-hard like, animal animal lovers will be like, fuck the rat. The yeah. only thing that's more hated than the rat is the fly. Um And I love how Splinter, he's borderline violent. Like, his best friend gets killed in front of him and eats him. Um And it's only until he finds the ooze and he he's about to fight the turtles. Like, he's about to, like, my food. And instead of the turtle like, going like, oh, let's go, it just tries to cuddle with him. Like, it just wants to be soft. And he, for the first time in his entire existence, something doesn't want to kill him. So yeah. he takes the turtles and saves them and, and raises them as his own, as his kids. And there's something beautiful about that. But there's also duality there between him and Superfly, not just in their belief system that humans are bad, but also their caring hearts. Because believe it or not, it does take a caring person to fucking raise, like, what, eight siblings? Your eight little brothers and sisters, and raise them after you watched your dad get killed in front of you? Like, you can say Superfly's a, as an eco-terrorist or whatever you want, but I, I mean, dude, his motivation is understandable. If someone offed my dad, yeah, you know what? I think we got permanent beef here. I, I'm not gonna like you in any version. And even then, he tried. He tried it once. Yeah. And I mean, what do you expect? New York is going to New York. Although I do like that one scene, though, where initially uh, New York is like, oh, the turtles are the bad guys. They're part of the mutant monsters or whatever. And April hijacks the feed and says, no, they're actually heroes. They're good guys trying to stop the monster. So New York begins to help them. They have their back. They help them transport the, the capsule thingy to undo Superfly. At one point when Superfly is about to kill the turtles... New York is just throwing shit at him. They pull a Spider Man one where New York is like, You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah. And it's just great moments like that. And even when they're passing the baton, there's great moments of like the other mutants helping the New Yorkers try to get the ooh, the, the
1: capsule thing to the turtles to take down Superfly. Yeah. Um, there's even like a moment when uh, all these New Yorkers just going to help each other, like past the, the, uh, the information like one of them ends up being a uh, Kevin Eastman, um, who gets like the like the like the tool that they're gonna use, uh, voice who voices himself in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin Eastman created the Ninja Turtles. This is like their Stan Lee cameo, you know. Uh, um, what? Who does he play? He's like the guy that helps them like bring the the you know, how several New Yorkers like pass on like the. The weapon they're going to use to kill the, the Superfly? Yeah. Yeah, so he's one of them. Please, please stop helping me. Please stop helping me uh, get this. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, Mr. So Beast that, that... cameos in this. Yeah, fuck Mr. Beast. Wait, why? Because he promoted the movie, and he's supposed to be supporting the strike. Uh, I mean, he's not part of the union, is he? He promoted the movie. If he wants to be part of the union, he's a scab.
0: God damn it! Fair enough, I guess I can't defend that. Yeah. Damn it, Mr. Beast.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh wow, damn they're it. actually talking about his proposal. we crossing the SAG picket line during the actor strike. False. Oh, this is false. This is a contract I signed pre-strike. It was legally obligated to promote. This falls under the exceptions that they have outlined. Regardless, it I makes my support clear. And he donated to the SAG uh, union. So well, false. Mr. Beast is not crossing the
1: picket line. Well, I still don't like him. Anyway, this, what the <laughs> fuck? He, he doesn't even like voice anything important. Like he could have just not said anything. I mean, uh,
0: it's kind of cool. Look, okay, if you get offered a small cameo in like a one
1: piece movie, are you not going to do it? Uh, I won't take away the, mo- the the work of a featured like create of already like established voice actor. No, I wouldn't do it. Uh, just,
0: like as a background character, Like just to be like, oh, look, the turtles.
1: Turtles in One Piece? Are you crazy? Um, no, look, Luffy. <laughs> Come no, on. I don't. Th- I don't think I could.
0: What? I love. I,
1: I support the strike too much. I wouldn't.
0: No, but uh, you're telling me if the creators came to you and were like, "Hey, do you want a cameo?" So forget the strike. The strike. If designer. Oda
1: came up, if Oda came up to me and tried to talk to me, I would be like, "What are you saying? You don't speak English. I don't speak Japanese." Jesus. Uh, don't try to don't 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 try to break me, Luna. Won't work. Uh, <sighs> anyway, I'm all in on the strike. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, um, all right. Uh, what's another like bit that, that you like in the movie? Like another joke that you uh, or or something else that you, that you like? <laughs> oh no, they're gonna milk us! Oh they're yeah, gonna milk they're, they're gonna there's milk a us. I don't know if you noticed, but like they made like a smooth, like 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 a Slurpee or an icy, I think that was like neon green because of the turtles, uh-huh. uh, and they were promoting it in like a theater. And then someone like tweeted about it, and I was like, "Oh no, they milk them!" Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> that's disgusting. But yeah, <laughs> I like how they carried that bed all throughout the movie. Like they're gonna milk it. They're not gonna milk us. We don't even have nipples. And then they'll just they were milking them by the end <laughs> they're like no we're gonna die <laughs> and then you see the side of the vial
0: we're gonna extract as much dna from you uh for as long as it's gonna take until we fill this vial and you just see it's like three stories and they're like no why <laughs>
1: <laughs> does it hurt yeah it hurts real bad <laughs> yeah so so um, fucking stupid what's so and, funny you know, and here's something that i that i uh kind of noticed afterwards Uh, I saw that when, because Mikey was the one that was being like like uh, milked in that scene, I guess. Um, He started to look like skinnier than the other ones. And I was like, oh, they're actually like doing like a model thing. But then they stopped milking him and he looked the same. And I just didn't notice that like all their body types are different in this one. Yeah. No. So there was a recent iteration of TMNT where
0: they do also have the minority. Yeah. Raph was huge. Yeah. Raph was huge, right? It was the first yeah. time that they ever actually gave each turtle their own distinct look and type. Like, they're each a different kind of turtle. Like, for example, Leo, his type of turtle is known to have a weaker shell. So in the show, he does have a weaker shell, but he makes up for it with his tech stuff. In the same way that Raph is a giant, like, bulking turtle, he's a snapping turtle. Hence the red part in his eye, in his head as well. Like, little things like that do make a big difference.
1: Um, yeah. So I think they took that from the show, but I think that's a that's a good thing that they took from the show. Well, yeah, every element that they every new element must like kind of work forward. I think uh, I think will work. Uh, You mentioned April. Um, I like that this is like this is a teenage April because I feel like in the previous iteration she's been like an older uh, woman, like at least post college, like working already as like a a reporter. Uh, I think this is a teenage. She's yeah. always been
0: treated as eye candy, and I like the fact that now they're making her a more intricate character.
1: Yeah, she has a story. She has a motivation. She has. Uh, she has everything. Uh, um, I, she even has like a tragic backstory with like the 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 puking thing. Oh god, uh, that's which, the part where I was like, no, uh, no. Like, like, look, I don't want to do any spoilers, but like, uh, so I watched this, and then I watched Talk to Me in like the span of like three or four days. Yeah. Uh, that scene in Talk to Me, you know, the scene that I'm talking about with like, what with, with he's hitting himself in the desk and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that I felt like was very hard to watch. I think the puking scene in this movie, harder to watch. It okay. lasted too long for no reason. And then he had that song <laughs> playing, uh, that Natasha Bedingfield song playing, that Feel the Rain on Your Heads. That one else can feel it, boy. It was wonderful. It was super funny, but God, she threw up for so long. And that's like the most Rogan the movie gets. Like, it's the, the most Seth rogan the movie gets, honestly. You know, honestly, man, when I saw that, i, I when I watched TMNT, I was in an empty theater. Yeah.
0: So I remember watching it, looking around. I'm like, if there were kids here, they'd probably be laughing their asses off at this. Like, they'd be like, yeah, and all that shit. Yeah. That was funny though. I, I will give you. I will give ground. That was fucking hilarious. Um, and it comes and she back still, at the end too. And she still throws up at the end. She's like, "Hold it." She talks, yeah. and then she vomits some more. <laughs> um, but no, the movie's fun all the way through. Superfly is a solid villain. The supporting actors are great. I love that. There's a scene where when when um. When Splinter is trying to save them, and he uses all the weapons, and he's able to beat all the guards, but he's better than all four of the turtles combined, and you see that. Oh yeah. And it only makes sense. Like, of course, he's the master. He knows how to use all four weapons better than any of them. Um. And and and, but I like that they make that worthwhile. And he pulls some Jackie Chan bullshit with the weapons, like the way he fights. Um. Jackie Chan. It's weird. He plays such a good sensei, and I've only ever seen him do it twice. The Karate Kid and this one. But
1: he's, he's still great. Yeah. Uh, and he manages to have also some pretty funny jokes. Like uh, that scene when he tries to make like a party for them. And he brings like cardboard. and and Chris's. Yeah. And. Uh, oh, God. Like he has a ton of like really good. Both emotional and funny scenes. He was a. He was kind of like a paper perfect version of Splinter. Like, of course, that's how Splinter must sound like. Or like. Stuff. uh do, do, do you ever watch 2007 animated film that came out in theaters? I did not. No, You never saw it? Never. Okay. Do you know who voices Splinter in that one? No. Same guy who voices Uncle Iroh, and he was fucking perfect.
0: You know, I believe it. I was watching yeah. Uncle Iroh's voice. I was like, yeah, I believe it. The yeah. frozen bud does not... I, I can't talk like him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you, you know, his old like draw, like you know what. It yeah,
1: is. yeah. Uh, so he's good. We get like a big cast of characters in the in the villains. So we get Seth Rogen as Beep Up, uh, John Cena as Rocksteady. He has like two lines, but it's just funny to hear John Cena in like pretty much anything. I think that's uh, a long
0: term investment because I,
1: I'm sure Cena's going
0: to be like in the sequel or in like the series because they're doing a show and movies. So I'm is yeah, sure sh- gonna be in the movies or something.
1: The show is gonna be full 2D and uh sequels, we'll see. We'll see if they end up coming out. Um well, Paramount already ordered one. Yeah, but I don't believe it until I see it, man. I don't what believe mean, it until I see it. I, I believe between merchandising and like the box office, this movie will make money. It, it only I costs know. $70. There you go. I know I helped. Uh I still still don't believe it until I see it. Remember when they promised us all those Dark Universe movies? Mm-hmm. I yeah, stopped, but This is a secret. Well, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so like I said, uh uh Rose Bayard plays Leatherhead. Uh Paul Rudd, Mondo Gecko, uh Post Malone voices Ray Filet, which is a mantra. Hannibal Buress voices the Genghis Frog. Uh these were all pretty funny, you know, pretty funny people doing funny voices. And I think that's good because uh I think we learned from like the, the Mario the Mario Brothers movie experiment that uh sometimes getting just an actor because they're famous is not like the safest bet. These are all funny people and they're doing funny voices. So that's uh that's good. But the core the core for I think uh you need to bring those back in order for the for a sequel to work. Because if not, uh you need to have them have that and chemistry.
0: Well, you know what I think is also gonna help? They're gonna grow up. They sound like like fourteen year olds right now. If you do the sequel yeah. in like two years, they're gonna sound like seventeen year olds and their voices are gonna be cracking like Raf, why do we talk like that? What do you mean? You and I both yeah. know you have an had puberty. What do you mean? You got this is my this is my voice. Get used yeah. to it. You know, like that, jokes like that are going to happen. I'm calling it right now. I hope they don't do this storyline where uh, the cool kids want to hang out with the the TMNT and they try to kick April out because it's like, oh, she's not cool. You should hang out with us. And there's a big misunderstanding and April and the Turtles get into an argument and then they apologize because we're sorry we let you down. I'm calling it
1: right now. They're going to pull that. I would be inclined to to agree, but this movie did break off a ton of like uh, usual cliches. That I'm willing to believe that this animation is doing bad is, is is making the movies be better. Uh, because look, a sequel to Puss in Boots was not supposed to go as hard as it went, and it wasn't just because of the animation. It was also because of what they did with the story and with the characters this uh, same thing as well. So I'm hoping the animation helps them to go into a different direction because they've done those stories already. And I just want them to have that chemistry. So if they bring that again, I'm all in. Honestly, I have no complaints. I think this was a super fun time. Definitely a smaller film to watch this year, but super fun time. It already grossed grossed, uh, 60 million out of the 70 million budget. No doubt it's gonna make its money back. Um, I really I
0: really hope that uh that they don't do that storyline, but I have a strange feeling that they will. But again, I hope the sequel's good. I hope they bring back the original four kids and they I'm sure their chemistry will continue. Like I have no doubt that the sequel will be just
1: as good. Yeah. Uh yeah. Hopefully that is where it goes. Uh, but I don't have a lot more to say. Uh just uh they had a good time. Definitely better than the Michael Bay ones. Definitely better than a bunch of other uh, uh turnings that, they, that they've done. Uh Definitely my favorite thing is that they made Donnie uh, both a fan of anime and a fan of K-pop. I think that super Gen Z <laughs> that the fact that they made it so normal to the point where he, where he goes like, of course, we're going to use the, the lessons that we learned in Attack on Titan. Everyone is going to know exactly what he means. Just like. <laughs> it's it's super funny uh uh the fact that he his ringtone is uh it's a bts song and then the, the the other the other turtles try to sing a song to cheer him up but they don't know the lyrics oh god just a <laughs> bunch of like oh yeah that's right i've heard about that just a just really good moments all around um had a blast with this cannot believe something like this is happening into the Spider-Verse definitely the greatest thing that has ever happened to animation in a long time because it's just spewing all of these out afterwards. Oh god, thank you Seth. Thank you Jeff. Thank you Paramount. Thank you Nickelodeon. Um I will give this a good 4 out of 5. I had a really I had a big blast and I feel like this is one that I can rewatch uh, several times because one is so short. It's two super funny, and three, I, I am no doubt sure I'm gonna find a lot of details. Like I love that there's like a little detail of like Donnie Staff has a sticker of Gojo for Jujutsu Kaisen, just doing like his 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 I'm gonna kill you pose. Yeah, they, I believe they have you. This, I didn't know that. They have this guy just on his stick, just like going like they're like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Um, which is a super like memeable, memed out image. Um loved it, love this one. What did you think?
0: B-plus B in my book, I think um, this is not the best animated film of the year, but that's okay, because it's still a good animated film. Like, it's not, it's breaking traditional stories for team TMNT. It's not, like, Elemental. It's not, like, Across the Spider-Verse. But it's still its own good movie. It's like uh, the mom and Pa pizza, pizza shop in town. Yeah. they're not the greatest pizza in the world, but they're pretty fucking good. And you go there from time to time because you know they're great. You know they're good. Yeah. You know. Um, although this is a movie, and this is—I'm not trying to dump on kids when I say this. I'm not trying to say that they're stupid, that they can't understand things. I'm not. I'm trying to give kids props when I say this, and I'm trying—I'm not trying to like down this movie when I say this. This feels like the kind of movie that kids should watch. Whereas Elemental is great, but it feels like it's more for adults. Across the Spider-Verse confronts a lot of more, like, teenager-adult issues. This movie feels like the kind of film that you should show young kids because it's important for them to learn acceptance and understanding that people are different and that's okay and that that's a good thing. Um, I'll say that. I think this is a movie that, if I was a teacher, I would show this to, like, my third graders. Like, this is a good movie to show them. It's funny, gross-out humor, but I think it has a good lesson at, the, at its heart. Not overcomplicated, just right.
1: Definitely. Um, and also, I'm so glad you mentioned the other animated films of the year because, like, between Across the Spider-Verse and Susume and the Love is War movie and Nemona and Mario Brothers and... Oh, my uh, God, I forgot Nemona. And Elemental and uh, fucking, like, they're all great. Like, we've been eating good this year. The only bad animated movie that I saw this year was The Flash, but, you know, other than that, uh, oh, I'm sorry, that was live action? I sorry, because since it was, you know, just like, like 98% of that was just CGI, you know, figured it was very good kind of animation. Um, What? Oh, am I wrong?
0: Am I wrong?
1: Did they build any of those fucking sets? I will fire your ass. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so you, so, so Fernie can just insult you the whole time. God, the whole you. fucking time. Just see how, see how you deal with that. I oh, throw man. one. I throw I... one at you. He, he roast <laughs> you the entire show. and I throw one. You're better than that, Chema. You're better than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't even say anything to you. I said, <laughs> you and I both know who that was for. Jesus. But no,
0: no. Uh, TMNT, watch it. Watch it with your kids. Watch it with your family. Good
1: movie. Definitely. Um, do we know uh, what we're reviewing next week? Uh, next week we are doing... I'm pulling up my stuff here. Well, I saw Talk To Me, but you already reviewed it. Uh, I think Would I might say the Meg. Nah, it's fine. You all pretty much said everything. Um, Except for like... Y'all forgot one little detail. Let's talk about it now. Fuck it. Okay, spoil. Okay, parentheses. Spoilers for for talk to me. Uh, I was listening to your review, and uh, at the end, y'all mentioned that. Uh, oh, like she she's about to throw the kid into the to the cars, and then she decides to randomly jump instead of them. Like then they don't really explain why. They do explain why. Um, oh really? It, it yeah. There's a, yeah. There's a moment where like she's about to throw the kid, and then she hears her mom telling her like. Come on, do it. He he'll be okay. We'll take good care of him. And then, uh, and that's when it hits her like, oh god, no! I've been manipulated this whole time. God damn it! So she just throws herself so that because he knows she knows that he will heal if uh, if they just give him more time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so she decides to sacrifice herself so that the kid doesn't suffer anymore. That's why he's seen like better by the end.
0: Okay. Oh, did not, I did not catch that. All right. Hey, Fernie, you fucking idiot. You didn't catch that either. (laughs)
1: Um, I look forward to our next review. Yeah. (laughs) He's not going to listen to this. Uh, (laughs) Flip scene, Uh, start off with the next podcast.
0: I listen to all of them because I am a loyal, loyal company man.
1: uh, God, I wish uh i saw uh i saw the clone tyrone on netflix i don't know if you've seen that one i did i actually just filmed a video review of it today oh we can do that one or uh because yeah because blue beetles are going to come out until the 17th mm-hmm. so we still have like a little bit for that i'm going to try to watch the, the resident evil one the the dead dead island mm-hmm. and i'll let you know if we if we should uh continue with that uh but yeah i think those are the ones that we have uh to look forward to because uh yeah Blue Beetle is like the next thing that's kind of come out there's two Uh, other ones but I don't know if you even want to talk about either one there's Gran Turismo
0: and the last voyage of
1: the Demeter of the Demeter oh Gran Turismo got pushed like a couple of weeks I I don't know if you have that in your schedule it says here it's still coming on on Friday here oh I I thought it was supposed to be pushed um Cause yeah, cause we have that uh, last voyage of the Demeter comes out here on the 17th, so the same day as Blue Beetles, so it's gonna take me a while to see it. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I- I'm gonna do my best to watch uh, to watch Dead Island. I'll let you know how uh, how we can yeah. continue there. We can yeah. either
0: do Dead Island or Tyrone or fuck it, we can do oh, a double feature.
1: Yeah. yeah, sounds good. Um, all right, so that that should cover everything. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Shema. I've been Eddie. And this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to keep supporting the strike. I believe we can get to a point where they can win, and I want them to win. So, uh, yeah, let's keep supporting them. We'll keep we'll keep talking about it. And we'll keep spanning about it. Thank you so much for joining us. Watch one piece. Goodbye. Bye.